0: From the Hagley Center for the History of Business, Technology, and Society, this is Stories from the Stacks.
1: I'm Jesse Tarbert. I'm a Ph.D. candidate in history at Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland, Ohio. My dissertation is called When Good Government Meant Big Government, Nationalism, Racism, and the Quest to Strengthen the American State. 1918 and 1933. My dissertation follows the efforts of nationalist Republicans, business leaders, and philanthropists to build central power in the federal government. Um, the other side of the, of the story is that um, you know, even in this period in the 1920s when uh, you know, we, we talk about this as a period of business leadership, um, even in this period they weren't always able to get their way though and they were actually opposed by southern democrats and others who who feared national power, who feared central power. So I've been looking at the records of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. A lot of leaders in the Chamber of Commerce had been in the Taft administration. They were part of Taft's Commission for Economy and Efficiency. They had been interested in this effort to uh, create a national budget to rationalize the national executive branch. And they tried to use the Chamber of Commerce Uh, to advance this agenda. Um, I'm also looking at the records of the Association Against the Prohibition Amendment, which is part of the papers of Pierre S. DuPont. This was an organization formed after the advent of Prohibition, trying to repeal the the Prohibition Amendment. In 1928, the leadership of that group was taken over by Pierre DuPont and some of his associates, including John Raskob. So they shifted the focus of the group. Though when they took over, it had been purely against prohibition. When the Duponts took over, they shifted the focus to sort of a general critique of central power. And I've been one of the big questions I've I've had, and I'm trying to answer with my research uh, here at Hagley, is uh, you know why, were the Duponts and Raskob, um, why did their agenda differ so much from people on Wall Street's? So the other collection I've looked at here is. The John J. Ravskopf's papers, and he's also interesting. He plays a leadership role in the Association Against the Prohibition Amendment, and as an active Catholic, he's involved in the effort to oppose any sort of national institution for education policy. He's an executive at DuPont and at GM. He has extensive experience with corporate reorganization, He's not wild about the idea of reorganizing the federal executive to make it more powerful. He's actually, wants he wants to uh, reorganize the government to make it save money. It seems like his connection to the Democratic Party is sort of the difference there, and the power of the Southern Democrats within the party in these years really seems to have influenced the Democrats to uh, oppose to these uh, policies. Well, Obviously the grounds at Hagley are beautiful, the reading room is probably the most pleasant reading room I've ever been in, and of course the archivists and staff are all very knowledgeable and very helpful. The availability of the researcher housing on the grounds of Hagley is a a nice change from the usual trip to the archives. It does give you some insight into the world of uh, these people that I'm researching now as well.
0: To learn more about the Hagley Museum and Library, and to listen to more stories from the stacks, please visit us online at hagley.org. That's H-A-G-L-E-Y dot O-R-G.